0: Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're in a current series dealing with living the abundant life and the overcoming life. Today I'm going to talk about what are the steps to becoming an overcomer. And what does the word overcoming or abundance mean to you individually? Also we're going to talk about is it okay to have a desire to live an overcoming life? And what did Jesus mean when he said we would live life and live it more abundantly? That's found in John chapter 10 and verse 10. And finally, we're going to talk about what is the purpose of overcoming to produce abundance in our life. Let's pray though before we get into it. Heavenly Father, once again, I come to you and ask for your direction, your leading, your guidance as we go through this podcast. We talk about overcoming, we talk about abundant living, things that you want us to have and the things that you want us to experience in our life. So I pray now the Holy Spirit would come in and take over, take complete control, guide and direct what I'm saying, what I'm about to say, and whatever. Whatever you would want me to talk about. I lean on you and rely upon your guidance and direction. Blessed I pray and that those who are listening in would understand what you mean in your word when you talk about abundant living. We thank you in advance for what's about to take place and we'll give you all praise for it. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Now, over the last several podcasts, I've talked about what overcoming is and how to obtain it and receive it in our life. So I want to continue talking about that for a while. We're going to get ready now to understand and look at the benefits of overcoming. It's one thing to overcome. It's another thing to understand what are the benefits and what can our life be like when we experience that abundant living that Jesus is talking about. But before we look at the benefits of we need to look at what the Bible says about why we must overcome and why we will overcome. In the book of Psalms 138 and verse 3 in the New Living Translation, it says this, As soon as I pray, you answered me. You encourage me by giving me strength. There's a benefit right there. The psalmist was writing and saying, as soon as I pray, as soon as I seek you, as soon as I desire to get closer to you, you will answer me and that you want to and bless me and encourage me and want to give me strength. That's the benefit of pursuing God and that's the benefit of receiving the abundant living that he wants us to have. In First Peter, in chapter 5, verses 8 and 9 in the New Living Translation, listen to what these words have to say and how they help us to understand what the benefits are of living that abundant life and overcoming first peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9 new living translation stay alert that's a nice way to start it isn't it that's wake us up to the, there's something good about to happen there's something wonderful that peter's going to be talking about he says stay alert watch out for your great enemy the devil he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. That's overcoming life. That's abundant living, is to do the things that Peter's talking about. He says, stay alert. That means be spiritually ready to deal with the attack the devil is going to bring upon our life. He's going to try. He's going to come after us and after us and after us. He'll try and make us uncomfortable. He'll try and make us worry. He wants us to get angry with people, to have anxiety in our life, to get frustrated. Those are the things that he wants to do. We need to be prepared spiritually to deal with those issues. Peter says here, he says, stand firm against him. When the devil wants to come and rob us of our joy, of our peace and our happiness in our life, we need to stand firm against him based upon the word of God and based upon our faith. He says, "And be strong in your faith, because the devil does has one game plan, and that is to destroy our lives." Remember John 10:10 Jesus wrote these words he says the the devil or satan himself comes to kill to steal and destroy but he says i've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly so we've got to understand that jesus wants us to live that abundant life and he wants us to be overcomers we cannot live abundantly if we don't overcome the challenges that we face in our life let's go back to psalm 138:3 and read it again now that we've looked a little deeper into the challenges that we face in psalm 138 verse 3 new living translation says his as soon as i pray you answered me the psalmist said as soon as i came to you you answered me you encouraged me by giving me strength our strength comes from god our strength is the way that we can overcome and overcoming brings us to the level to a level of abundant living that we may have never experienced before but i'm here to tell you that god wants us to live that abundant life Now, before we talk about abundant living and what it is, let me ask you to define it in your own thoughts, in your own mind. I know we can't stop the podcast and I can talk to you right now and and get some response from you. But while you're listening to this, I want you to think about what is overcoming to you. What does it mean to live that overcoming life? What does it mean to you to live abundantly the way Jesus was talking about it? Well, let me give you a definition of what I think abundant living is. Abundant living is life to the max. To the fullest, it's the best that it can be. It'll be filled with joy and peace and service to our God and love for other people. You see, that's abundant living. Now, some people say, "Well, abundant living has to do with cars and houses and all that." Well, yeah, a little. It does a little bit to have abundant things like that as far as possessions go. But those are nowhere near as important as having spiritual abundance and have spiritual overcoming in our life and to be living that life. Because when we're living right with God in our relationship was right with him. Our relationship with things and people and positions and things of that nature here on earth will be proper if our relationship with God is proper. Now in the introduction to this podcast that I commented on what are the steps to overcome. So let me just give you a couple of those right now. I know there's tons of them, but I'm going to give you three I think that are easy to relate to and, and will be helpful to anyone listening in today. The first step to, to live that overcoming life is to become desirous to become an overcomer, to want to be an overcomer, to imagine that that's how God sees you. Now how does that happen? Well, I think we look at the word of God and we look at the people in the Bible who overcame. We look at Joseph and the story of him when he was basically thrown in a pit by his brothers and then Joseph was picked up by slave traders and Joseph uh, was not living an overcoming life, but he was overcoming spiritually because he knew that God was still in charge. He knew that God was going to take care of him. When he was thrown in prison, when he was thrown in jail, when he was sold as a slave, he knew that God still had promises for him in his life, so he was living, quite frankly, abundantly when he was living spiritually right with God. Now, that might be a little tough for some of you to relate to, but in reality, regardless of our circumstances, we can live abundantly in our life. Paul did. In Philippians, Paul wrote that he knew how to deal with all things. He knew what it was to be rich. He knew what it was to be poor. He knew what it was to be fed, what it was to be hungry. All those things he knew, but through all those things, he learned how to be content in his relationship with God, and he lived an overcoming life, even in the midst of his trials and he lived an abundant life in the midst of his trials and that's one of our goals. The second step for people to overcome is to find scriptures that speak to you, to your heart and to your mind. Just pick out one or two or three that you feel are powerful and they really do something for you and memorize them. Get them in your heart. Get them in your mind. Through these podcasts, I've given you scriptures over and over again that have lifted me up and encouraged me. One that I like is Proverbs three five: to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge Him and He'll direct your path. That's vital to me. I've used that when I made transitions from being a real estate developer to becoming a pastor and then from becoming a pastor to re- going into retirement as a pastor, but still being available to minister to people and help people and get involved in in doing the ministry, even though it's not in an official position as a pastor of a local church. The second step of finding scriptures to speak to you is so crucial because God's word brings life into us. When you read a scripture like God is a very present help in times of trouble, there's something that should happen to us. And I believe that's Psalm 46, where he's telling us that regardless of what we're going through, he's going to be there. That scripture is one that we need in order to live an overcoming life and to live life more abundantly. So find the one that applies to you, that works for you and put it on a little three by five card or put it on your computer or put a note in your car or whatever it might be. Keep it in front of you and keep that word visible to you and say it over and over again and just wait and see if that word doesn't bring you an overcoming life here's another step to live that overcoming life it has multiple points to it quite frankly a number of points could be added to it but just look at these three Pray daily. Find a place to pray. I don't care if it's just for 30 seconds a day or if it's 30 minutes a day, but find a place to pray, to seek God, get before him, and ask for his guidance and direction. The second is to read some scripture every day. Get at least one or two or three scriptures in your mind. I do that through a devotional. I get to pray over the devotional. one After I've read it, I also use that to have a scripture that I can listen to and hear someone explain what it means to them and how it can impact our life in a positive manner. And I believe a a devotional booklet of some kind would be beneficial for each and every one of us to have either first thing in the morning or sometime during the day to get into that. And it helps us to stay in God's word and then help someone else to overcome. That's a very important point. And the reason I say that is because when we're helping someone else overcome, we're helping ourselves overcome. You see, when we're telling people to read the word of God, then it will encourage us to do the same. When we're telling people to pray, it'll encourage us to do the same. When we're telling people to think of the positive things in life and the good things in life and think about the abundance of God and that He is a very present help. When we're sharing those things with other people, we are being blessed, we're being encouraged, and it's helping us to overcome. So by helping others overcome, it helps us. At the beginning of this podcast, I made a statement to this effect. Is it okay to have a desire to live an abundant and overcoming life. Now, some people think, well, you shouldn't have that desire because, you know, God wants to desire just Him and all those things. Well, you know, quite frankly, the Lord tells us He'll give us the desires of our heart, right? And so let me give you a scripture. I think it's very powerful and will help us to understand that it's okay to have a desire to live an overcoming life. We're going to look at Psalm number 37. We're going to read verses 1 through 5, and this is when King David was inspired to write these words. As I read these words, I want you to think about why it is okay for us to have a desire to live an overcoming and abundant life. I'm reading out of the New King James Version, chapter 37, verse 1. Don't worry about the wicked, or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. See, that's telling us that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and not on other people, not what they're doing and how they're doing it, but we need to keep our eyes focused on the Lord. Verse number three, trust in the Lord and do good then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Here's an example that God wants us to prosper. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to first trust him though and to do good things and do right things. And then he says, he promises us that we will live safely where we are at, that's in the land, and that we'll prosper verse number four. Once again, is it okay for us to desire to live an abundant and overcoming life? Well, I believe it is. Verse four, take delight in the Lord. See, that's the focus. Not delight in our stuff, not delight in our things, not in our possessions, but take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. See, we're allowed to have desires. It's okay to desire to to want to serve God and want to serve others and draw closer to him and live an abundant life and live an overcoming life. There's nothing wrong with that, but first we need to take delight in the Lord. And then it says, and then he will give you your heart's desires. Okay, verse 5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. All right, here we go. Put God first always keep him first in everything and commit everything that we do. If we're going to buy a home, we need to commit it to the Lord. If we're going to change jobs, we need to do it for the Lord. If we're single and we're thinking about dating someone and maybe even considering marriage, then we need to commit that to God first and ask for his wisdom, direction, and guidance. It says, trust him and he will help you. If we learn how to trust God, then he certainly will help us. Verse number six, he says, he will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun what that means is that we can overcome. We are going to overcome and live abundantly. If we do these things, go back to verse number one. Don't worry, it said, about what others are doing. Verse verse three said, trust in the Lord and do good things. And then he's going to help us to live safely. Verse four said, take the light in the Lord. And he says, if you do that, then he'll give us our heart's desires. Verse five said, commit everything we do to the Lord. And then it says, he will help us. There's a condition and there's the blessing. There's the promise. Condition, comes before the promise verse 6 he says he'll make your innocence radiate like the dawn you're going to be at peace you're going to have joy in your life and you're going to serve god because you desire to and he's going to help us to make our our pathways better verse 7 be still in the presence of the lord that means to wait on him and that's what the next verse says and wait patiently for him to act a lot of people get in trouble because they lack patience now i would not encourage you to pray for patience because if you pray for patience you're probably going to get a lot of tests to see if you're patient i just say that ask the Lord to help me, Lord, to to be still in your presence. That's what verse 7 says. If we're still in his presence, then we're going to be waiting on him. We're going to be trusting in him. We're going to rely on him. And it says, and wait patiently for him to act, not for us to act, but for him to act. You know, when I was a businessman, we always had a, a conditions. We we had a list of things, that the conditions that we should do before we did an investment, before we bought a piece of property to build a house on, or whatever it might be. And those conditions were the things that we knew God had led us to do. And when we lived up to those conditions, we knew that God wanted us to make decisions based upon these conditions, then we did very well. But when we would act on our own and not wait patiently for Him, then we would sometimes get into a bad project because we did not follow God's instructions about waiting patiently for him. So verse seven says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. So once again, keep our eyes off of what other people are doing, what's happening in their lives. You remember when you were a kid and you would come home from school and you'd be talking about something and you would ask your parents that you wanted to go somewhere or do something and they might, and you might say, well, all the kids are doing it. They're all going. And your parents would say, it really doesn't matter what all the kids are doing where they're all going because I want what's right for you. And when we have that situation that we're concerned about what others are doing, how others are acting, we're taking our eyes off of the Lord. We're not being patient. We're not listening to his voice through reading his word or through prayer time. We're just doing what we want to do when we want to do it. And when we do that, we're on our own. You see, a lot of people don't realize that when God's word tells us how to do things, he does that because he wants to bless us. He wants to prosper us. He wants us to overcome. He wants us to live an abundant life and live life abundantly like Jesus said. So we need to listen what God's word has to say. And this particular scripture, chapter 37 in the book of Psalms, you might want to read it again and again and again, put it in your heart, put it in your mind because it's a wonderful example of how God wants to bless us and how he wants to take us to a point where we can live, an overcoming life that'll lead to abundant living. Now, let me ask you this question. What did Jesus mean when he, what he said in John 10, 10? And here's what he said. He says, the thief's purpose is to kill, to steal, and destroy. He says, and my purpose is to give them life and give them a rich and satisfying life. In other translations, like the King James Version or the New King James Version, it says, live more abundantly, to live life more abundantly. So, Jesus, when he made that statement, was trying to be sure, it was very clear that what his purpose was and what the devil's purpose was. And when we struggle with the challenges in life, we're allowing the devil to influence our life. When we face challenges and we go to God for help and direction and guidance, then we're living the instructions that God has given us to live an abundant life. Jesus now did not put limits on what abundance is in our life. There wasn't any limit placed on it. You can only get this much or that much. What he did say was, delight yourself in the Lord and I'll give you the desires of your heart. That means put God first and then you'll have the right desires. A lot of people don't think of it that way. I like to express it that when Jesus said, he wants us to desire God first and delight ourselves in Him, and then we'll get our desires. The reason He says it in that order is is that when we put God first, then what we want will be proper and according to what God wants for us. But that doesn't mean that He's put limits on the things that we can have in our life, the prosperity that we can have in our life when it comes to things like a car or a house or those types of things. The Lord wants to bless us. He wants us to have nice things. There's no reason we can't have a nice home, a nice car, go on vacations, put our kids through education. All those things are important to us and are things that I believe God wants us to have but what he doesn't want is for us to delight ourselves in our desires and if we do that, we're on our own. If we delight ourselves just in the desires that we get, then we're on our own and we will not receive the full blessings of God. You know, I'm kind of on the edge of here. I want to get into talking more about just abundant living, what abundance is and all that. But I'm going to be doing more podcasts coming up very, very soon dealing with what abundance is and what it means to live abundantly. So let's move on right now. The title of this podcast is How Overcoming Produces Abundant Living. Okay, it's how we can go from being an overcomer to being an abundant overcomer. And that's an interesting way to look at it. Here here's a few examples of what I believe is how overcoming will produce that abundance in our life. Number one, overcoming sets us free. We are free from past mistakes. You know, a lot of people live their entire life in the past. They made mistakes and they just can't seem to let them go and forget them and move on. You know, God's forgiven us of our mistakes, of our sins and the errors of our past. We need to learn how to rise above it and forget it and move on in our life. So overcoming sets us free from that problem that we've had and that we are free from those past mistakes. In John chapter 8 verse 36 in the New King James, it says, So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. So when Jesus does the job, he does it right. And if we want to become abundant from living an overcoming life, we've got to learn how to be free from our past. Number two, overcoming helps us to stay focused on our goals in life. There's so many people that I've counseled over the years when I was a banker and as a pastor and helping them with issues in their life or family or business or whatever it might be, their marriage, whatever it was, they, were, they would have a difficult time staying focused on what they were trying to accomplish. And the, the devil wants to confuse us. He wants to get us frustrated. He wants us not to stay focused. He doesn't want to stay focused on on who god is and what god can do for us and that god wants us to be an overcomer so we've got to learn how to stay focused in order to accomplish the goals that god has placed in our life and the purpose that he's placed in our life okay item number three overcoming brings forth our purpose in life you see while we're struggling it's hard to know what our purpose is it's hard to understand that god's got a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us god created every one of us with a purpose he has a great plan for our life and when we learn how to stay focused, then we learn how then to have greater faith in God and trust in God that he'll Take us to accomplish the purpose that He's created for in our life. You know, it's interesting when we we talk about the word purpose. A lot of people get confused about what it means and how to know the purpose. Well, first of all, to know God's purpose, we've got to understand and accept the fact that we do have one. That God has created us with a purpose. That there's a plan for our life. We've got to believe that and accept that. In addition to that, we've got to read the Word of God, where it tells us about the plans He has for us and the promises He has for us. All the promises of God, and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them in the Word of God, that those promises were made there to go in line with the purpose that he has for us. Let me give you a promise. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. John, that's John 3:16. That's God's promise, and his promise comes with, it with a purpose, and his purpose for us is to follow Christ and to help others to find Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Number four, overcoming is an example or proof of God working in us and working in the lives of others. Let me give you an example. When we have helped those who've gone through drug problems and drug addictions, we've had programs where we train them and teach them and help them be accountable to other people and to trust God to deliver them from us and that he's going to be a help for them to get through this problem. And as they go through that program, then they in turn receive strength and confidence in trusting God. So therefore, they are an example of God working in them. Now, as an example of God helping them get through their drug addiction or problem that they had, whether it be alcohol, whatever it was, or whether it be gambling or who knows what it could have been, but wherever it was that they were delivered from and helped to get out of, they are now able to help others. They're equipped to help others that are going through the same problems that they went through. So your overcoming is an example or a witness of what God can do in their life. So if you have been helped and you have been delivered from some major problem in your life like that, whether it be gambling or drugs or whatever it might be, you are in a position to be able to help others because they will relate to you and seeing that you've overcome will be a blessing to them and help them to overcome what they're going through. Okay, number five. Overcoming gives the Holy Spirit an opportunity to comfort, direct, and help us. You see, when we're fighting overcoming and we just can't seem to get over that problem, we cannot seem to rise above it, we many times will blot out the Holy Spirit and not allow Him to work in our life. We won't yield to Him. We won't ask for His guidance. We won't ask for His direction. We won't pray and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me and help me and take me through the scriptures and reveal what these scriptures say or show me where I go from here. But when we overcome, when we rise above that and we've overcome from the challenges that we've had, it it gives the Holy Spirit an open opportunity, an open window to come into our heart and give us comfort, give us direction, guide us in our life, and help us because he is the comforter. He is, he is our advocate with the Father. He's here to help us and to, to be with us. And so when we overcome, it opens up the windows of heaven for the Holy Spirit to come in and do a great work in our life. As we're drawing near to the end of this podcast, there's a couple of things I want to stress just a little bit before we wrap this particular podcast up. One was what Jesus said in John 10.10. He wanted to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. So therefore, before we got to that point, he knew he wanted to help us to overcome. Jesus has overcome the world and through him we can overcome the world also and then move on to live that abundant life. Now, spiritual abundance is different than financial abundance or possession abundance. Spiritual abundance is this It's to love God It's to trust Him It's to be at peace with Him And it's to remain in Him And remove all worry and anxiety from our life When we have that We are living spiritually abundant And when we have that in our life Other people want it They're drawn to that nothing wrong with having possessions and financial blessings are in abundance that way, but that's not the true abundance that Jesus was talking about. He wants us to live abundantly. That is spiritually first, and then all these other things shall be added unto us. What did it say in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, that's Jesus, and him, and the Holy Spirit, and the guidance of God, and the guidance of the scriptures. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and it says, and all these things shall be added unto you. Other things will be added to our lives and blessings will come into our life. The last statement that I want to make to you again is kind of review what is our purpose in life and that is to overcome. One of the purposes that we have in our life is to overcome the challenges that we face in our life. God created us with purpose and a hope and there is a great book entitled The Purpose Driven Life. I would encourage you to buy it to to read it. It was written by Pastor Rick Warren. That thing sold like 50 million copies. I've read it, gone through it many times, and it's really a wonderful teaching on how we can live a purpose filled life and understand what our purpose is in life and what God planned for us. Now, before closing, I need to bring up a question that I ask you to think about at the beginning of this. And here's that question, and that is, what is abundance to you or what is overcoming to you? I hope after listening to this podcast that you've got a better better comfort feeling of what abundance is and what overcoming is. And I want you to apply that to your life. And when you see that in your life, you see I want that in my life. There's nothing wrong with having a desire to have abundance and having an overcoming life. If you if people tell you that you shouldn't seek that, then they're wrong. Because why would God's word say, that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, that he will give us the desires of our heart. And I rest on that. Let me give you my example of what abundance is to myself and to others. To some, it's better health, or it's maintaining a good job, or having a great marriage. These are all okay, but abundant living is receiving your greatest need. May I suggest you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal abundance to you. And overcoming and living an abundant life can only come through our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to take this moment to pray with you. If you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, let me pray with you right now. Just say, Father, I need a Savior. I need you to help me. I've sinned and I've fallen short of your glory. So I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all righteousness. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that He was crucified, dead and buried, but He resurrected from the dead. And I believe He's praying for me as He sits by the Father in heaven. So this day I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I promise to serve Him all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, you really meant it with all your heart. Then you have now become a child of God. You're part of the family of God. I welcome you into that relationship with. We are now brothers or sisters in Christ Jesus. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I'm going to continue teaching in the future on the issues of, of overcoming and uh, what it is to live that abundant life. My next podcast is entitled, We Overcome Because of God's Promises and I'm going to focus primarily on Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, that there's no condemnation. And so we'll talk about that in the next podcast. But if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living podcast, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull it up, there'll be a link there to my podcast. Just right on the front of it says podcasts and just click onto that and that'll open you up to the 264, I guess it is, podcasts that that I've done over the last two and a half years. And there's topics in there that are just all over the place. I've talked about finances. I've talked about spiritual growth. I've talked about prosperity, spiritual and financial prosperity. I've talked about miracles and how to receive the gifts of the Spirit and how to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Various topics that the Lord places upon my heart. We have information in there dealing with veterans and how veterans can deal with the challenges that they face. Just a plethora of topics that I hope would be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you want to scroll down on my webpage a little farther, you'll notice a list of books that I've written. Several dealing with the area of finances and the area Of faith. I've also done many podcasts dealing with the topic of faith, how to have great faith, and I'm getting ready to release a new book now entitled Faith for Miracles. Very simple, very direct, but I've experienced miracles many times in my life and seen them in the lives of others, and I believe God wants us to understand that He is still operating as a miracle working God. So I hope that'll be a blessing to you, and I hope that you'll receive that. In addition to that, I would encourage you to let your family and your friends know that we're continuing a series here on how to live an overcoming life and live abundantly, and I think they'll be blessed. So let me just close with this thought. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. May you overcome and live that abundant life. I pray God's richest blessing on you, and I thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This was podcast number 263 entitled, How Overcoming Produces Abundance. May God bless you.